0: you wake up get ready for work fix a cup of coffee or two or three hop in your car fight that traffic drive those commuting miles and start your busy day work all day of course then drive home but you stay busy weekends too day after day year after year how long do you have to keep doing this when can you retire mike stevens founder and president of capital wealth advisors wants to start planning your retirement today. His goal is to prepare people for a great retirement. You worked hard for this moment. Let Mike and his team give you confidence to enjoy your future. This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens.
1: The fourth quarter is here, so it is time for savvy strategic investors like you to take action. And creating a tax-efficient inflation-adjusted income strategy now can help you stay ahead of the game later that is what we're going to talk about today with Mike we are so happy to have you along this is retire right radio I'm Lou Anne Fulmer let me get you that phone number 801-210-5500 again 801-210-5500 you may call Mike and his team for a complimentary appointment or a 15-minute retire ready phone conversation if you'd like to do that plus find us online anytime at capitalwealth.com. dot com and mike i'm so excited to be here with you again today
2: i love it every single time we do this highlight of my week
1: <laughs> me too thank you yeah. all right so can you believe we're already in the fourth quarter On to
2: the final countdown can't we should believe... play that europe song yeah
1: the final countdown. right I know.
2: can't yep. believe
1: it so okay what goes on your year-end checklist as you try to help your clients prepare for 2023
2: yeah. So for us, it's looking at the end and we're not coasting and saying, oh my gosh, I hope the year's over. But it, I mean, in all reality, everyone's like, we got Thanksgiving coming up. We got, uh, you know, Christmas and, and all these great holidays and stuff like that. But a lot of times people will coast. This is like busy season for us. So what we're looking at are things like tax strategies. And, you know, just right now, the the market's not where we want it to be. So it's down. And that's actually a good thing. And you might have just taken a a second, like, what? What did he just say? (laughs) Yep, yep. Because if you're wanting to do things like Roth conversions, and I'm not a CPA, so consult with your CPA, but right now is an incredible time to do Roth conversions. When your account goes down, or your portfolio, excuse me, when your portfolio goes down, it means that we're able to convert from tax-deferred to tax-free, and we can shift more of that money over at what I feel right now is a tax low. So end of the year, um, it's kind of like the Super Bowl, okay? You don't give up at the end of the fourth quarter. (laughs) You you push hard, and that's exactly what we're doing um, for all of our clients, and and they really appreciate it. The other thing, too, is that we we take a forecast of what we need to do going into the next year, and really what that means for us is that we have um, what we call our strategy review meetings with all of our clients, and we say, hey, you know, what's changed in your life? What are some goals? at our office we always actually ask people what is important to you like what does money mean like is it a family vacation you know you're taking everyone on that cruise to alaska are you saying hey you know i I really want to do xyz we're kind of holding our clients accountable and we're saying hey remember when you told us that you're going to do that family cruise this year all right well let's make it happen this year so let's plan (laughs) for taking a distribution out Because everybody, money is, it's just a magnifier, it's just a tool, it's just something that, you know, you don't stuff underneath your mattress or bury in the coffee can in the backyard. It's something that you've worked hard for all these years and it's now it's time to enjoy it and you do it strategically. That's what we're helping our clients this upcoming quarter do.
1: And speaking of being strategic, tell us about some opportunities that could help us potentially lower our tax bill as we head into the future
2: yeah so we still have the tax cut and job act um you know and it's here until january 1st 2026 technically the last day is december 31st 2025 unless congress changes something sooner than later and we don't know the government can do whatever they want right it's their ball and they can take it home with them if they want (laughs) but the whole thing is is that if you don't do a roth conversion by the end of this year then you actually lose the opportunity to do a roth conversion for the year 2022 and i think that's a pretty big deal because we only have a couple more years left of that tax code and uh tax cut and job act kind of a mouthful it there, is
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah so we want to do some tax opportunities while we still have it we don't want to miss out on that opportunity and why that matters so much for people is because nobody likes paying taxes i I don't mind paying my fair share, but I surely don't want to pay more than my fair share. So that's kind of a big thing that we're looking at right now.
1: Exactly. So for somebody who's thinking about retiring this year, thinking about starting to claim those social security benefits, would this be a good time to talk about those strategies?
2: I think it's always a really good time to have a a look at the strategies. It doesn't mean that you have to implement it, but you're definitely not leaving any stone unturned and i i feel like that's the unfortunate thing that happens too often is in the financial world there are so many moving pieces and you have things like you just mentioned you got social security you got taxes well we got concerns about inflation right now people have healthcare concerns and volatility in the stock market so there's all of these moving pieces and you kind of it's kind of like dancing right it's got to be smooth it's got to be somewhat glamorous and that's that's what we do is we kind of take these pieces and we say how is it going to affect other areas now let me tell you a little bit of a story. A gentleman named Bill came into the office the other day and he was wanting to talk about maximizing his social security. And this story um is just for Bill. Okay. But so I want you to learn from it. And maybe this applies to you, but you know, take it for what it's worth. Don't please don't go and implement it just because I'm sharing this story. So Bill comes into the office. He's like, hey, listen, I'm at the point where my full retirement age is in a couple months. Should I go ahead and take my Social Security? So what we did is we took Bill's numbers. He's a client of ours. And we plugged it into our TruePath retirement plan. And we said, hey, Bill, cumulatively, yes, you should take it at this point in time. And the reason for that, it means that he's going to have the most amount of benefits with Social Security over his lifetime. And he's like, sweet, I knew I could count on you guys. And I said, but hang on one second, Bill. Let me show you what happens if we take it right now. Let me show you when the tax man gets involved, what happens, oh, okay?
1: tax yeah, man.
2: Y- yeah. So when the tax man gets involved, Bill, that's quite a bit less money. So even technically on paper, it's saying cumulative benefits should be this. When you apply taxes, it goes to that. And he goes, holy smokes, I didn't even realize that. So what we did is we did a strategy for him and we said, hey, Bill, you know, you've told us that you have longevity in your family for you and your wife. And why don't we go ahead and defer taking your Social Security, maximum age 70. And if we defer taking the Social Security, you're a few years older than your wife, a few things are going to happen here. One, one day when you pass away, if it's before your wife, then she's going to lose her benefit, but she will step up into an even higher benefit because mm-hmm. we've deferred it and we've got those delayed retirement credits. And two, Bill, if we start doing Roth conversions right now and we let that social security just bake, okay, just get those delayed retirement credits, and we're not even taking social security, but we're doing these Roth conversions, then that Roth conversion will not cause additional taxation on social security benefits. So do recalculated the numbers and he was like wow what a huh. huge difference. So the whole point that I'm trying to make in this is that you know things aren't always as what they appear. You can run a social security analysis. You hear these ads on the radio all the time, claim your highest social security amount blah blah blah. Yeah, that's true, but what happens when you add taxes into that factor? It's it's almost like it just erases it. So you got to be very mindful about the different strategies that you're employing in retirement. And you know, with that being said, a lot of times people go, okay, that that completely makes sense. You don't wanna make an isolated decision. What do I need to do, Mike? And, and really, this is what you need to do. You gotta pick up the phone and give us a call right now at 801-210-5500. And what you wanna do is you wanna claim your complimentary visit with us, and you mention this all the time on your radio show. We'll have a 15-minute discussion with a person, and we'll figure out where they're at financially, And all the good things that we might be able to do to help you out to have you have peace of mind and confidence and clarity when you go into retirement and social security and taxes even though they don't seem like they go hand in hand they most certainly do so give us a call today and let us help you out
1: 801-210-5500 again that's 801-210-5500 and we're so glad you're joining us today you're listening to retire right radio with mike stevens of capital wealth advisors i'm luan fulmer so for people who have just turned 72 this year i want you to get into that because they need to make sure they've taken their required minimum distributions tell us what they need to know mike
2: oh yeah so it used to be 70 and a half was that magical number and um and it was changed to 72. um a little confusing for a lot of people because last year with COVID, you know the IRS did not require you to take a required minimum distribution But this year you have to, and let me tell you a little funny story, Luann, is that the DMV here um, was sending out emails and they're saying, hey, you need to renew your registration. Previously, they used to send out postcards. I never saw the email, so my car registration was like Uh, four months over before (laughs) before I found out that I had missed that registration. So, you know, they started now sending postcards back out Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny. It's like nobody sent out a postcard to, you know, the IRS isn't sending out someone and saying, congratulations, you're 72. You need to take your RMD. So if you're in that weird phase that you missed it with COVID last year, but you need to do it this year. If you don't do your required minimum distribution, it's a 50% penalty plus the tax. It's the largest penalty in the tax code. So you want to make sure that you're. Yeah, making sure that you're doing your RMDs for sure.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I wish they would send things out, notifications out. How are we supposed to know really, truly? Yeah. You know, I mean, we need you're... somebody like you, a financial advisor to guide us.
2: You yep, know, that's that's huh. what we're doing. We're we're, yeah. we're watching out for all of our clients. Right. So Yeah. And and also, too, please remember, if you're not yet 72, but if you inherited an IRA and you have to take inherited RMD distributions, even if you're 41 years old, it, I don't know if. Many 41-year-olds are listening to the show because it's on retirement. But if you are, you're one of the smart people at 41 listening to the show.
1: Right, right. So (laughs) So there you go.
2: Yeah, Um, inherited ones.
1: So what if someone listening right now has a financial professional that they're working with, but they're not talking to them about these financial tactics and preparing for the new year? Or maybe they're not even getting together. What should we do?
2: I don't know like think about going back i said super bowl a few minutes ago but think about that what if you had a team but you had like no coach and you're like all right guys um we're just gonna show up on the field and (laughs) you kind of go and do this and hey coach what am i supposed to oh yeah we don't have a coach okay Uh no what what i'm saying is that like it's all about strategies it's all about looking forward it's all about not missing out on opportunities and Let me share with you, going back to the taxes at the end of the year, Luann, there's things that we can do, and again, consult with the CPA, but let me tell you a strategy that we do for a lot of our clients. There's something called a QCD, and that stands for Qualified Charitable Distribution. It means that we can take money from a person's IRA who's over the age of 70 and a half, and we can donate it to a qualified charity and you do not pay any taxes even though it came from your ira that qualified charity doesn't pay any taxes and that counts as your rmd for the year possibly so that's a strategy like we're talking about so if someone's not working with you know a financial advisor that's coaching them through and looking at these strategies i i don't know like i would consider making a change uh we got the new year coming up everyone likes to start making changes january 1st why wait till then Give us a phone call. We're here for you to help you out. The end of the year has not yet come. You still have opportunities that you can take advantage of, but that window's closing pretty quick. So call us at 801-210-5500. And let's look at your strategies and see if there's something we can help you with possibly by the end of the year.
1: This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens, and we still have so much more to cover. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
0: You don't have to go it alone in retirement planning. Mike Stevens and his team at Capital Wealth Advisors want to help. Give them a call today. 801-210-5500. Once again, 801-210-5500.
3: Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you should not ignore. How much money in your 401k or ira is actually yours not what its current value is but how much of it will end up in your pockets not the government's remember you still might owe taxes on that money but do you have a plan to make sure you don't pay more than you should it's confusing it's complicated it definitely is not fun and that's why at capital wealth advisors we work to help make sure you are not paying more in taxes than your fair share it's your money you deserve to know what's at stake and right now taxes are on sale So call our team at Capital Wealth Advisors today before they potentially go up. 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Don't pay more in taxes than you have to. 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor.
0: For more information on retirement planning and how to get started, go to RetireUtah.com. That's RetireUtah.com.
1: Hi, you're listening to Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. You know, as with many aspects of financial planning, when it comes to your health care coverage in retirement, it is not a good idea to set it and forget it. Now is the time to take a look at your Medicare coverage for next year. And Mike, Medicare's annual election period, also known as open enrollment, goes from October 15th through December 7th. Tell us why we might need to make any changes to our own coverage.
2: Yeah, so whether you're new to Medicare or you've been in it for years, open enrollment, what that is, it's your opportunity to review your coverage and to make any kind of changes. So here are possible reasons that you might want to make some changes, things like changes to your health conditions, changes in your prescription, Changes in physicians available in your plan, right? That's always a big thing to be aware of. Changes in plan costs. Um, a lot of times people do not realize that with Medicare, if you have like a supplemental plan or something like that, your company offers different tiers, but it really depends on the advisor that's selling the plan with how much you're paying for it. And I want to pause for a second so you can let that sink in. So. I'm going to just pick a a company. Um I'll say United Healthcare. They're a great company. Um there's a lot of really great companies out there, but United Healthcare for the exact same supplemental plan offers different prices for the exact same plan and it's up to the advisor to decide how much they're going to sell that plan to you for because that's what they're compensated on, right? So what we do at our firm a little bit different is we have uh, a list of all the top carriers and we have, you know, whatever plans the person is looking for. And we can go down and we can say, here's the plan that you're looking for, and here's the lowest cost. And just because those plans are, you know, federally mandated that they're exactly the same right across the board, it really doesn't matter the company that you go with because the plan G is a plan G is a plan G uh-huh. at every single company. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really what you're paying. So Changes, changes in plan costs are a big reason why you'd want to do that. Um, things, changes in reimbursement and just maybe like other policy changes. So there's a whole bunch of different reasons why um, you want to have a look at your Medicare and not just say, hey, I bought it. I'm fine. Again, you might be missing out on opportunity or you might be overpaying.
1: Hey, Mike, let's talk about what we can and cannot do during this open enrollment period, please.
2: OK, cool. So here are the things that you can do during open enrollment. That kind of sounds like a tongue twister. <laughs> I know.
1: It is, yeah. During yeah. open
2: enrollment. Okay. <laughs> well, you can make a variety of changes. So, none of those which involve medical underwriting. And what medical underwriting means is that you have to have a doctor, or a nurse, or, or something like that. So, here are the things that you can do that you are not required to have any kind of medical underwriting. Um, you could switch from Medicare Advantage to Original Medicare or vice versa. So that's as long as you're enrolled in both Medicare Part A and Part B. Uh, You could switch from one Medicare Advantage plan to the other. And you could switch from, and sorry, everyone listening, Medicare is like acronym soup, okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could switch from one Part D, that's your drug plan. You can switch from one Part D prescription plan to another. And you can use Medicare's Plan Finder tool if you jump on their website. You can use that each year to compare the available Part D plans. So, as opposed to just letting them, you know, letting an existing drug plan auto renew. Um, If you're not yet uh, there, you can actually, without medical underwriting, join a Medicare Part D plan. And and remember, that's your drug plan. And uh, late enrollment penalties might apply. So, you got to be aware of that. Or you could even drop your Medicare Part D coverage altogether. And what that means is that re-enrolling in a later year will include a late enrollment penalty if you're not maintaining other credible drug coverage. So those are kind of some of the things that you got to be aware of. And uh, if you haven't yet tuned me out, here's things that you can't (laughs) do during this time. Medicare is so important for retirees, but it it just makes their head swim and. That's just why we have a dedicated Medicare specialist at the office who knows all this stuff inside and out. And I know enough to be dangerous, but you know, our our guy Tom, he is a pro at this. So here's the things that you can't do during this time. So the annual Medicare open enrollment period, it does not apply to what's called Medigap or Medicare supplement plans. And those are only guaranteed issue in most states during a beneficiary's initial enrollment period. And during limited special enrollment periods um, so it, what that really means here guys is if you didn't enroll in Medicare when you were first eligible you cannot use the fall open enrollment period to enroll in the supplement plan so instead what you'll need to do is you'll need to use the Medicare general enrollment period and that runs from January 1st to March 31st um, Medicare is a little bit about this is that Medicare's general employment period it's really for people who didn't sign up for Medicare Part B when they are first eligible, and uh, who didn't have access to Medicare Part B special enrollment period time. So it's also for people who have to pay a premium for Medicare Part A and people who didn't enroll in Part A when they are first eligible. And lastly, if you're still with <laughs> us, <laughs> if you didn't if you enroll during the general enrollment period for Medicare, your coverage will take effect on July first. So, okay. Wow. a lot of a lot of rules it's kind of yeah. like i just went down to the dmv and i opened up some big encyclopedia <laughs> of rules that's what medicare is it and it's is. confusing and tricky for people you got to come and talk to our, our guy tom just about medicare he is a whiz and will get you the best rate
1: well like you said these are literally the abcs of medicare it's alphabet oh my gosh. big time big that's time crazy. crazy so you've kind you've gone over a lot just the basics, though. Could you just mm-hmm. do just the basics, Part A, B, and C, and D? Could you just go yeah, over that? Yeah,
2: I probably should have started there from the beginning. That's, <laughs> that's my okay. fault, everyone. I okay, know. all right, all right. I just thought we would right, do that. Okay, yeah. so if you're, if you're still listening, here's your, here's your award, okay? I'm going to teach you about <laughs> Medicare in the easiest way possible. So Medicare Part A, that's your hospital stays, it's hospice, and some skilled nursing facilities uh, following a, a hospitalization. And most people don't have to pay a premium for part A, but there are some deductibles and that's the key to be aware of. Okay. So here's next part B. Part B are your doctor services, outpatient services, lab tests, medical equipment. And those are, there's premiums associated with part B. So when you say, Hey, I have my social security check and I had some medicare taken out of it that's for medicare premium for part b okay there's also an annual deductible that's basically what we're talking about so and it usually goes up every single year and this past year it went up quite a bit and a lot of people were surprised about right that. right um, our medicare part c is what's called our medicare advantage plan it's a combination of the various parts of medicare okay so you still have to sign up for part a and b pay the part b premium but then what you do is you choose your medicare advantage plan and you sign up with a private insurer, and most of those Medicare Advantage plans include prescription drug coverage, and they're usually very low to no cost, okay. the Advantage plans. Right. And your, your Part D, like I've already mentioned, that's really your prescription drugs, Part D. It pays for some of your prescription drugs, and you buy a Part D plan through a private insurer. So again, alphabet soup, I hope that it broke it down for you, but kind of the right. big things are your Part A, your Part B, your part C and your part D and then you can Luann give you a little bit more alphabets, right? Cause there's 26 letters <laughs> oh of the alphabet, right? Yeah. You, you can actually buy those supplemental plans. Like you you buy a plan F or you could buy a plan G or you could buy F-G. a plan N. I'm oh, not wow. even going to get into it. Let's just talk. Just well, yeah. know that Medicare <laughs> is super duper important and it's something that we're really dang good at here at Capital Wealth Advisors. Right. Advisory.
1: And like like Mike just said, they have somebody there in their office that can help you out, Tom. Yeah. And yeah. so if you want some guidance on that, you know, enrollment takes place every October through December. And then of course it starts again in the new year too, 801-210-5500. Give them a call, ask for Tom, say, hey, I need some help in discussing some of my Medicare issues, trying to figure out what to do. And, you know, that's what this show is all about, to give you some guidance on everything, all issues in retirement, because we want to help you retire right, right? This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. So, Mike, even with all the different parts of Medicare, it does not cover everything. So, if you could go into specific services or procedures that Medicare will not cover.
2: Okay, you're asking me to be a doctor right now, right? Yeah,
1: kind of, which you kind of (laughs) wanted to be in your earlier days, didn't you? (laughs) Yes, yes,
2: I sure did. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Um, But yeah, that's the thing is that Medicare doesn't cover everything. And from a health standpoint, you know, when we're doing our retirement income planning, um, we never just say, okay, cool, here's what Medicare only will cover, and you're good, you know, so let me kind of go over some of the things that Medicare doesn't cover. So eye exams? It doesn't cover that hearing aids won't cover that dental work doesn't ah, cover that yeah oversee care podiatry you know definitely not cosmetic surgery hey. <laughs> sorry if i popped anyone's bubble you can't wait till 65 to get your face lift and, and have medicare pay for Dang. it um, ew. yeah nursing home care as well too and that's a big one so it doesn't cover that now A lot of times people think that it does and that's where it becomes dangerous because you go, well, hey, I have my, you know, my aging parent that had to go into a nursing home. I don't want that to be me. So if I need to do it, thank goodness for Medicare. Nope, nope, nope. Change that thinking because Medicare is not going to cover it. So there's going to be definitely things that you'll need to cover out of pocket. And again, that's where having a supplemental plan can cover a bunch of these different things. And I I haven't found a supplemental plan that covers cosmetic surgery, so (laughs) not promising on that. But here's what happens, is that we have that supplemental plan and then we need to plan with your income plan to make sure if you have all of these other things that you're gonna be okay. So I, I understand that it's confusing and I want you to know that for us, it's not. You know, We speak this jargon every single day. For you you might have your head swimming and saying i I don't even know where to begin and really where it begins is with you picking up the phone right now giving us a phone call 801-210-5500 let us look at your situation again we're pros at this we'll say okay you need this 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 and then we'll explain it to you in very easy to understand jargon we'll say okay like this part d that's your drug plan and You know you've said that you need the drugs for for this reason this is why you might want to have a supplemental plan so as confusing as what it is we're going to break it down to make it really easy for you and i feel like that's very helpful for a lot of people especially when it comes to medicare especially when it comes to health anything because people don't want to be a financial burden to loved ones and they also don't want to get caught in a situation where they go oh my gosh I thought that it was going to cover this and come to find out it doesn't. So again, please, if I could encourage you right now, just pick up your phone. Let's schedule a complimentary visit. 801-210-5500. We'll make it really simple for you. I promise you'll be glad that you called in.
1: More on how to make sure you can fill those gaps in Medicare coverage when we come back. You're listening to Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. We'll be back with more. Stay tuned.
0: Are you worried about running out of money in retirement? Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors wants to guide you to and through retirement. Give him a call now at 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. check out retireutah.com for more great content to help you answer your most pressing questions about retirement. That's retireutah.com.
1: When you're getting close to 65 years old, you might start to feel really popular because your mailbox is getting really full, but it's all with Medicare stuff. And signing up for Medicare is a big step to take, but even after you're signed up, you can't just, you know, set it and forget it. You have to make sure that you revisit it at the annual election period also known as Open Enrollment, from October 15th through December 7th of every single year. It's a good idea to take advantage of the opportunity to make some necessary changes. So, Mike, why don't you remind us why? Why might we need to make some changes in our Medicare coverage during Open Enrollment?
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, so previously we talked about, you know, changes, things like health conditions. Maybe that's changed in your life. Uh, Changes in your prescriptions, changes in the physicians and your available plan network changes in plan costs that's one that we had mentioned previously that's kind of a big one that as financial advisors we have the ability to change and not many people realize that we do but um, you can actually sell the same medicare plan at different costs so make sure that you are getting the plan that you want for the least possible cost changes in things like reimbursements and there's things like other policy changes and really with medicare it's a really easy thing For someone like us at our office to just look at different changes and and say hey you're good where you're at or hey let's make a switch maybe for you listening you're like well Medicare is not easy for me I I promise we talk the jargon every single day and if you're confused we can break it down in a really easy to understand way and help you out so there's a bunch of different reasons why but I would say on an annual basis you want to look at Medicare
1: okay very good and there's a common misconception that if you sign up for Medicare all of your medical costs are going to be covered that is not the case and i want to bring this up mike head issues like vision coverage hearing aids dental those could change there's a proposal that's working its way through congress so i want you to touch on that for a minute wouldn't that be nice
2: uh, yeah actually it would be for a lot of people um but i like how you said working its way through congress <laughs> if it's going to make it to the end of the destination Will hopefully. It? Yeah, that's kind of hopeful. Um, because here's what would happen. Your things like eyeglasses, contact lenses, your hearing aids, the exams, dental procedures, all these things are all areas that contribute to a lot of rising healthcare costs for retirees. And what that means is that it actually forces some seniors to make some really difficult choices about what they can and can't afford. And that's really sad. I would never, you know, want any person to have to say, Hey, you know what? I really need my eye exam or hearing aids. So I'm going to just forego dental hygiene. And, you know, you might laugh that I just said that, but let me explain to you why I said that. My wife is a dental hygienist. Uh So if I didn't, if I didn't put in a plug for dental hygiene, (laughs) she would have just killed me if I did that. (laughs) But no, actually in all reality, Luann, I'm not sure if you know this, but, uh, you can, you know, with things like gum disease, that bacteria from gum disease can get into your bloodstream, which can actually cause things like heart disease. Yes. Yep. I do
1: know that, and that is why I think that dental should be part of Medicare. I, I truly believe that.
2: Yep. yep. Yeah, I totally agree, yeah. and that's why, like jokingly, I said the whole thing about my wife being a hygienist. But it's not just about having like fresh breath and and you know pearly white teeth <laughs> and, and pearly stuff. white I teeth. Mean, yeah, is, yeah. It's definitely nice to have, and how you make friends and keep friends. But the whole thing is, is that it actually really contributes to your overall health. So good oral hygiene is really important. So. Um, the other thing, too, is uh, working its way through Congress, uh, it's important to understand that nearly half of Americans 65 and older didn't visit that dentist uh, oh, last year, no. according to the CDC. Uh-huh.
0: So,
2: yeah. So nearly one in five uh, Americans over age 65 ha- have actually lost all of their natural one teeth. One in so, five. One tw- in that's five. 20, that's 20%. And yeah. it's not some of their teeth. It's, it's all, all. all of their natural teeth so that's what i'm saying oral hygiene is pretty important because it's not really easy to chew food when you don't have teeth or if you've ever had like a sore tooth you know how bad that is like and, and painful it's just it's awful so wow. i think that this is definitely something that should be included
1: let's hope let's hope yeah, we'll cross yeah, 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 fingers. yeah. so yeah. this
2: proposed change hopefully would add those dental benefits to medicare for the first time since the program was launched in 1965 And hopefully, it's also going to add the vision and hearing benefits as well. And you know, I I think that's important, right? Like, so why say, "Oh, sorry, I know you're paying into this program for all of these years, but uh, good luck, go figure this stuff out yourself." And you don't want to be like Mr. Magoo, where you're like blind, right? And then you got stinky breath, and and you can't (laughs) even life. Life is just bad at that point.
1: (laughs) We don't, no, we don't want that. So, um, talk about how these options these are these are options. You know, that Medicare Advantage can help you with Medicare Mm -hmm. Supplement Insurance or Medigap can help you with some of these things. If you could explain the difference between those two, please.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, these are just like proposals for now. Nothing's passed. and, And we do have options, like you mentioned, like Medicare Advantage plans and those supplemental plans. Or they're called Medigap plans, but I call them supplemental insurance. So what happens is, is that many people that enroll in Medicare and all those other types of plans, what they do is they help cover the gap in the Medicare Part A and Part D or Part D. So Medicare Advantage plans, Medigap, or medical medi- <laughs> <a> sub- tongue twister <laughs> Medicare Supplemental plans and prescription drug plans. Let me, if it's okay with you, Luann, I'm going to actually just break this down again here. Sure, so what right. Medicare Advantage plan is, is it's an alternative way to get original Medicare. So you still have to sign up for Medicare Part A and Part B. But your benefits actually come through a Medicare Advantage plan that's administered through a private insurance company instead of the federally administered Medicare program. Now, oh. here's what I always caution people on: is if you do a lot of traveling, um, Medicare Advantage plans kind of have like a home network of, of physicians that you can see. But if you're like, "Hey, we're going to Europe," "Hey, we're going to Florida," like you have to make sure that when you're talking to your um, medicare agent about medicare you got to let them know your lifestyle and you got to let them know the kind of things that you do because the last thing you want to find out is that you're in europe and you got to go to the doctor's office and you get some massive bill and it's not and it's not covered through medicare advantage so all right so those medicare um medigap or medicare medicare supplemental insurance what those do is those are actually, and going back to the travel thing, they're kind of more travel friendly. Like you can travel to different places, but again, talk yeah. to your agent, make sure you're covered. Um, what it does is it works alongside the original Medicare coverage. So one is kind of replacing, one is the working alongside. So you still do have to sign up for Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B. And also if you are eligible for Medicare Part B, you can enroll in a standalone Medicare prescription drug plan or Medicare Advantage plan that also includes a, Medi- a prescription drug plan. It's called the Medicare Advantage prescription drug plan. So, oh man, so many different types of like ways to zig and zag. Um, but really, here's the deal. is Medicare supplemental plans and these Part D prescription plans, they're also administered by private insurance companies. So when you're getting Medigap, or you're getting Medicare Advantage. It's being issued by private insurance companies. It's not issued by the government.
1: Okay, good to know. So mm-hmm. what you do then is you help people kind of weigh their options, and when they're trying to pick the right plan for them, you guide them along the way. That's what I love. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to have somebody to help us make these decisions? And you have somebody who does that in your office.
2: Yeah, yeah. We actually, uh, Tom is an absolute pro, and he's a whiz, and we're licensed across all Uh, 50 states we get people that will call up and say hey i'm actually uh, living in utah right now but in a couple months we're going to be you know moving down to arizona or xyz Um, and rates are different there than they are here so what we do is we take the information that you provide us and we plug it into our software and it will show us all of the top rated companies it'll show us all the different plans and based on what you tell us on your lifestyle and the needs that you have we're able to select the lowest cost plan for you, and that doesn't mean by getting the lowest cost plan that you're actually getting a, a lesser quality or inferior plan. Because as I've mentioned before, Medicare plans are federally mandated. These supplemental plans, so a Plan G supplemental plan, for example, is the same thing. Whether you go with United Healthcare or you go with uh, company XYZ, I'm not endorsing United Healthcare. There's Tons of different companies. I'm just saying it doesn't matter the company that you go with. They are all equal and they are all required to offer you the exact same benefits. The only difference to you is the cost that you're going to pay. And a lot of times people will overpay. And that's because a Medicare agent says, Hey, you know, I could sell this plan for this low, low price, but I really like my commission. So I'm going to sell it for this. And all too many times when people come in and see us, they're paying that higher plan and we're like, well, why aren't you paying the lower cost of the same plan? And they go, well, I wasn't actually even offered that. So, you know, as a fiduciary firm, we are always looking out for our client's best interests. And even if you're not a client, what I want you to do is call us, okay? Because we have this opportunity right now to assess Medicare and you might have questions about it, but it's the kind of thing you need to look at on a yearly basis. Give us a call at 801-210-5500 and let us guide you through this maze of Medicare and maybe help you figure out the best plan for what you actually need at the best price possible so you can take that extra money and you can use it to enjoy retirement even further.
1: The other thing is check them out on their website too. It's capitalwealth.com. You can find out even more there about them. You're listening to Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Ann Fulmer. So one of the potential major costs of retirement that won't be covered by Medicare's nursing home care. So I wanted to kind of go there. Should we be considering a long-term care insurance policy when we're well, ready to sign up for Medicare? If you
2: have a, if you have a long-term care policy, I wouldn't say to get rid of it because a lot of those old grandfathered plans are actually pretty good. Um, you know, rates have definitely increased on it. So there's kind of a, a law of diminishing return, whether you keep it or you get rid of it, but there's different strategies with, with things like riders from insurance companies, that you can get long-term care like coverage without having to pay any additional premiums. And I, I cringe when someone has to pay for something that they might never use. But again, going back to what you just asked me there, Luann, is that you know should we consider this? Yeah, absolutely. Because what what we find is that most people that come into the office, um, they're saying to us, "Hey, we don't want to be any kind of financial burden to our kids or our grandkids." There's some people that say, hey, you know what, our kids, you know, my, my daughter's a nurse and she said, mom, if you get sick, I'll take care of you. And that's super nice that the uh, family member does say that. But I'm telling you, when push comes to shove, no one really wants to be like, okay, cool. So I'm sick. Here I am. Take care of me. Most people want to be remembered and taken care of in a very positive light. And there's things that you can do right now, that you don't have to go out and buy long-term care insurance. They're just little tweaks to your accounts that can give you these kind of benefits.
1: Here's the number to call, 801-210-5500. Call Mike and his team and they would love to guide you about all of these Medicare questions that you might have. We do have to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more of Retire Right Radio and Mike Stevens.
0: At Capital Wealth Advisors, Mike Stevens puts his clients and their retirement needs first. His focus is on people, not products. No sales pitch, no hassle. To get started working with Mike, call 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Is
4: a 35% drop in the market enough for you to take a serious look at your retirement plan? It hasn't happened recently, but it has happened before. And it can happen again. If you knew this drop was coming, what changes would you make to your financial plan? Mike Stevens and his team at Capital Wealth Advisors want to help you plan before the next market crash. Call 801-210-5500 today and set up an appointment. Even if you currently have a financial advisor, this might be a good time to get a second opinion. Don't wait any longer. Capital Wealth Advisors has seen the market crash before and knows the damage it could cause to your plan. Call Mike and his team now, 801-210-5500, and schedule an appointment. Don't go it alone. Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors are ready to help. Call 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal.
0: You can listen to Retire Right Radio anytime, anywhere, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: Hi, we're so glad you joined us today. You're listening to Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. You know, after COVID sort of turned our world upside down back in 2020 and 2021, people have some new questions now as it relates to retirement. So, with that thought in mind, we're going to bring to you our top five list for this week the top
2: five retirement
1: questions that Mike is getting. So, Mike, you ready for this?
2: I'm ready. Let's do it. Top five. All right.
1: So, after years of low interest rates, mortgage rates started to take off early here in 2022. And that's prompting a lot of new questions about whether or not to take a mortgage in retirement. So, I thought I'd start with that one. Okay. One of our top five questions for you today. Should I get that dream retirement home and take out a new mortgage in retirement, Mike?
2: <laughs> okay, cool. So I think it all depends on, on when you want to do that. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> the reason why I ask that is because we got this problem with inflation right now and interest rates have uh, kind of skyrocketed. So if you're going to take out a new mortgage in retirement, you know, two, three years ago, mortgage rates are around like two to 3% and now we're around like six plus Uh percent. So, uh, that's, that's pretty spendy, right? That's uh, a lot extra, um, what your mortgage payment is going to be. And, um, I'm not, I'm not trying to knock anyone from, from doing it whatsoever, but a lot of times people are saying, how do I, uh, uh, you know, how do I enjoy retirement even more? And a lot of times for people, adding additional payments like with the additional expenses like mortgages um that doesn't add uh enjoyment it usually adds stress so (laughs) i'm gonna say listen okay here here's what it what it comes down to is it's not my job to tell anybody what they should and shouldn't do but it's my job to kind of work alongside them and help give people guidance and counsel and just because of right now where interest rates are i would definitely say no not at all uh, you shouldn't do that, but that doesn't mean in the future if interest rates come down and things change, then you shouldn't do that. Yeah. But le- but let me let me tell you something that I love doing with people is that I don't just look at the facts on on paper, black and white, and I say, okay, well, let's talk about it. Well, why would having that dream house be important for you? Well, I, I you know I love spending time with my kids and my grandkids, and uh, they all live locally here, and if we have them over for Sunday dinners or we do all of these things and if that's what retirement is for you and that's where you get your enjoyment and you're not jet setting around the world then maybe yeah okay part part two of that is there's the flip side of the coin is sometimes people go you know what Um, I really don't want to have to deal with landscaping um, so I don't want a big bigger home we want to downsize and we want to just be able to lock the door and have somebody shovel our our driveway when we're not here and and cut the grass um you know or maybe you don't even have grass because you downside to a condo or or a townhome or something like that and you do jet set and you go off and you have a lot of fun so the whole thing is is what is a dream home to a person and instantly in my mind when you asked me that question Luann, i thought bigger house bigger yard Uh bigger payment but maybe that dream home retirement home is a downsized home so you can travel Uh so yeah i guess what i'm really trying to say is it depends depends, right like it, it all depends on where you value your memories and your time and the money that you spend and that's why we always ask people because on black and white paper you can say hey you know what interest rates are sky high that'd be silly to do well maybe it's not so silly it's just an individual thing
1: exactly now all right so now let's go this way because i know you also get questions about existing mortgages Not whether to take out a new one, but people want to know, should I pay off my mortgage before I retire? So that's another one of our top five questions. What would be some factors? That's when we
2: get all the time. Should I pay off my existing mortgage because I want to be debt-free? And so here's the big deal. Um, I'm debt-free. I love being debt-free. For a lot of people, they want to be debt-free as well. But we have to take, again, a realistic approach and say, okay, well, why do you want to pay off the mortgage okay well I, you know i don't like to have debt looming over my head okay great next question what is your mortgage rate that you're paying okay i'm on a 15 year 2.5 percent and i'm like wow 2.5 is really cheap right now so the way you got to look at it is what if you could get a four percent rate of return somewhere and you got that two and a half percent mortgage well you're netting one and a half after that okay if you all your money is in the bank. And you're losing to inflation you're not making any money then you might as well take that money and pay off your mortgage but if you're and i'm not talking about double digit returns here i'm just saying if you're getting a better rate of return than what the mortgage is actually costing you then you might want to use that money to grow your money a little bit more to keep up with inflation the other thing too is if you pay off your house in full that's great that your assets fully paid off but can't say, Hey, we need extra money. So I'm just going to take this brick out of the wall and take that brick down to the bank and they're going to turn it into money. (laughs) So you got, you got to be mindful about stuff like that. But you know, I, I hate to even bring this up, but it's just a reality. Um, a lot of people go, well, I just want to know that if I pass away, that my spouse is going to have this house without any kind of payment hanging over their head. And I say, awesome. How's your health? And they go, what the heck do you mean? How's your health? And I say, well, what we should do is we should apply for a life insurance policy with all of that money sitting in the bank. And they go, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're talking about paying off the mortgage. And now you're talking (laughs) about buying a life insurance policy. And I go, "Okay, hang on. Hear me out here. Okay, There's a lot of insurance accounts now that are kind of like glorified piggy bank. So it's not like the type of life insurance that you're thinking about where you got to pay a premium every single month. There are these kind of life insurance accounts where you can take a lump sum amount of money and you can pop it into that insurance account. And most of these companies say, Hey, you can't touch the money for one year. So you kind of look at it like it's a one year bank CD, but the insurance accounts, they will pay a better rate of return usually than what the bank does. And part two is they have a tax free death benefit that comes along with it. So what happens is that I show people the strategy and I say, okay, well, what if we could have this money that it's liquid after one year and it's safe, you can't lose money when the market goes down and heaven forbid something happens to you and pretend you put $200,000 into this account, there is a $600,000 tax-free death benefit. So I say, look, if that scenario happens where you pass away, then you're not your spouse is not getting that 200,000 back. They're gonna get 600,000 tax-free amazing yeah and they can use that money to pay off the mortgage if they feel like it's appropriate at that point now there's with money there's good better best and a lot of times people just follow traditional hey i'll just put my money in either the stock market or bonds or the bank and that's kind of the traditional but there are better alternatives that not a lot of people are aware of so it really comes down to just meeting with someone asking questions and and having someone that's a professional in the industry say this is where you could put your money that again good better best what is the best option for you so should you pay off your mortgage i would say it depends um and that's where you sit down with someone one-on-one
1: 801-210-5500 that's the number to call to go in and get your questions answered mike and his team at capital wealth advisors would love to guide you set you on that true path retirement plan and they can cover all of this 801 210-5500 and we thank you for joining us this is retire right radio with Mike Stevens I'm Luann Fulmer today we're going over the top five retirement questions that people have here's another one for you How much should I have saved at my age? Now we don't know how old they are, but (laughs) how do you answer that?
2: (laughs) I'm gonna answer like Dr. Evil on Austin Powers one million dollars. There
1: you
2: go. Yeah, (laughs) there's all those funny advertisements on TV, like hey, you know, if you've saved a million dollars, whatever. Okay, (laughs) every single person is different. So that's like asking, How much water should I drink in a day? (laughs) Are, Are we talking to a 14 year old kid? Are we talking to a 42-year-old adult, right? Like there's different amounts. And yeah, it's a relative kind of question because everyone spends differently. So what you're really asking is not how much should I save at, at my age? It should say, how much money do I want to spend for the rest of my life to make sure that I don't run out of money? That's the biggest thing for retirees, is they just want to make sure that they don't run out of money. And that really comes down to having an income plan. So I'm just going to answer that very simply and just say, come in sit down run some numbers because there's not one set all number that applies to everyone they
1: okay mike here's another top five retirement question for you my 401k is down a lot right now so should i stop the contributions and do something else with that money like maybe put it in the bank or pay down debt
2: (laughs) no because there's (laughs) something called dollar cost averaging and this is the funny thing about us human beings okay this is everyone is money is a really emotional thing but you know, if you were to walk into a store like Best Buy or, or whatever, and you saw that TV that you're looking for, and that TV was on sale 30% off, 25% off, whatever, and you're wanting that TV, you're like, that's awesome. I'm gonna buy it. It's twenty-five, twenty-five <laughs> percent off. This is a crazy awesome deal. And and your 401k, it's the same thing, is it goes up and down. It it's not gonna go up forever. But when the market's down, 15, 20, 25, like whatever the number is look at it like it's on sale so it means that you can put additional money in at a lower cost you can buy that maybe apple stock in your 401k 25 percent off and that's the whole thing about investing is you want to buy low so that one day you can sell high and i'll just keep this one simple too i'll say it's not about timing the market timing the market's going to get you into a lot of trouble because you got to be right on the exit and you got to be right on the re-entry It's not timing the market it's time in the market that matters and warren buffett the greatest investor of our time has said i'm not prepared to buy any kind of stock or anything unless i'll hold it for at least 10 years Mm. so you know as you get closer to retirement you want to start having a strategy but just don't willy-nilly take money out and put it into the bank where it's earning nothing that's not a good idea
1: oh wow that brings me to the the next top five question i had for you which is also relating to volatility how do I figure out the best time to get out of the markets? And then how do I know when to get back in?
2: Don't, don't, this is an easy answer. Just don't, don't don't do that, okay? So work Uh with a financial professional about having like a strategic withdrawal strategy, but please do not say I'm freaked out so I'm gonna take money out. Let me tell you what happened (laughs) in 08. Everybody in 08 suffered the downside of 08. There's people that took their money out of the market and what they've done is effectively locked their losses in. And then they didn't get back in in 2009 and they missed a massive rally so everybody do not please don't don't try to time the markets time in the market but really what it comes down to is actually having a strategy and you know a lot of times people got questions we got answers and hey unfortunately though luann we're out of time today (laughs) so i do want to say though i really appreciate everyone listening to retire right radio today and please just remember that you know it's not timing the markets time in the market accumulating your assets. It's really just one step of the journey, but enjoying the retirement of the dreams. That's your goal. So if you want to know about why you shouldn't time the market, or you got questions about your mortgage or whatever, call us at 801-210-5500. We're going to answer these questions for you. That's why we're here. Next week, we'll be back with more retirement guidance. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Have a great week.
1: Capital Wealth Advisors is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through CWA Insurance Services, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular Needs of an individual situation. Capital Wealth Advisors is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the United States government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein, provided by third parties, have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Capital Wealth Advisors. This radio show is a paid placement.